You don't have to work and slave. Plenty electricity. Do it for you. Johnny Jupiter, a human, more or less. Major Domo, chief of the robots. Presto, it's still in one piece. Say, that's slick. Come on, tell us how you did it, Now time for the Magic Apple Minute. Prestidigitation, illusion, and two damn funny guys. And now, here's your host from Studio City, magician Brent Garris and Will Roberts. All right, hey, welcome to the show, the Magic Apple Minute radio show, with, of course, myself, Will Roberts, and my other host, of course, Brent Garris, from the Magic Apple. What's up, brother? Hello, how's it going? I'm just going to let you know that the Dodgers beat the Cubs. Okay, we can continue. Wow. And you know what? It, it, <laughs> I'd like to say that was a miracle or, or some kind of illusion, but it wasn't, and I wish it was, but I kind of flipped off the phone. I was in L.A. for an audition, and I came back, had two hours listening to that thing, and then I, I stopped about, I don't know, three or seven runs to nothing, and I went, oh, I can't do this, and I checked in again. It was just too torturous. I could barely drive, but neither could anybody in yeah. L.A. <laughs> it was fantastic. I actually went to the Magic Castle, like the eighth inning, and surprisingly, they don't have any TVs in that place, so I had to keep going, updating on my phone, and I look like one of these Hollywood guys that was glued to their phone, which I was not <laughs> pleased with, but we got the win. It's all good. Yeah, you did get the win, and now I officially have to become a Dodgers fan, or I'll stay still Cubs, and like I emailed you, I'll become a Dubs fan. A Dubs fan. Yeah, you, could be, you could be both. I've got a buddy who's a magician who likes both. He, he, either way, whether the Cubs or the Dodgers win, he still wins because he's a fan of both teams. So there you go. That. I'll allow it. Well, we're in we're in Southern California, so I, I, you can't beat it. So, hey, uh, by the way, just to let you know, if you're interested in checking out the show anywhere, uh, first place is castbox.fm. That's castbox.fm. And by the way, side note, you got to excuse me. I've had kind of laryngitis, so if I start sounding a little grovelly, it's not that I smoke. It's just that I, yeah, anyway. So castbox.fm. You were cheering for the Cubs? Is that how you got you? I think we're done. I think we're done. Hey, thanks for watching the show today. Goodbye. No. <laughs> so castbox.fm, you can check it out. And of course, you can go to the Magic Apple, Magic Apple Store on Instagram or Magic Apple Radio on Instagram. On Twitter, it's, uh, of course, the at sign, the underscore magic underscore apple and check it out. And of course, the website, which is uh, magicapple.com. That's right. It's not the, it's magicapple.com, right? The Magic Apple. The. See, I knew it. Don't go to magicapple.com, and don't blame me if you do. So, uh, getting a lot of great response, Brent. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad people are listening, paying attention to hopefully we have some good things to say and good advice, and we'll have some special guests, and it's going to be great. Yeah, speaking of which, we do have a special guest, and he is waiting in the wings, and we're not going to tell you right now who it is, but I will tell you, definitely a legend in this industry, and I'm sure others. Uh, matter of fact, I was thumbing through his book, and I noticed some incredible in the middle. Every really good book always has like a middle section of photos. And I was checking them out and going, oh, yeah, I remember that. The one I didn't remember, and I have to tell you, spoiler alert, is the one of him as a bodybuilder, uh, which, yeah. I, which I know he's listening right now, but I'm dying to talk about all that. But uh, before we do, how about the history of magic? Cue the music. This program will present a factually oriented historical survey of magic. Watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. But that trick never worked. This time for sure. Resto! There is something significant that did happen, though. It's not so much a who was born on, but uh, I'm sure a lot of people do know this. Houdini, 
that guy Harry Houdini died on Halloween. Yeah. So that's kind of a fun little fun fact about October is a lot of magic revolves around uh, creepy stuff, and Halloween time is a big time for magicians. So a lot of Houdini-themed magic is out there. Uh, because a lot he died of on Halloween. That's yeah. kind of a little fun fact. And we uh, spotlighted that Houdini deck that you have that is, I bought it. And by the way, I have another favorite deck because it just has a great, it takes a little bit of breaking in because it is just really, I want to say slippery, but it is such a beautiful deck. And of course, you got the little trick in there that you can, you know, that, that fooled Houdini. And that, that was kind of cool to check that out. Um, yeah, on top of that, uh, some other great things happening. Of course, you can always check themagicapple.com. Themagicapple.com. Yeah. There you go. Themagicapple.com. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay, so you know what? I think we should just slip onto the guest, and then we'll take a break. And when we come back, we'll do the spotlighted trick of the show, and that'll be kind of fun. And now, the spotlight performer. Ta-da! So uh, this person is uh, definitely a legend in magic. And why don't you talk a little bit about him, Brent? Yeah, well, uh, our guest today is Tony Clark, Woo-hoo. who has been in this game for many, many years, although he's not that old. Um, and uh, just recently released a book called Insider Secrets, which has kind of put him uh, a little more exposed than he normally does because he hasn't put out very many products in the past. And just all about uh, mastering the craft of business, of magic, the insider secrets. And he's been a consultant and working at the Magic Castle and literally traveled the world doing magic, whether it's performing or consulting or even stage directing and stage managing. This is our guest for today. This is Tony Clark. Welcome to the show. Tony. Thank you, guys. Great to be here. Yeah, very exciting. I mean, I was looking through your book yesterday at the Magic Apple and uh, really great stuff. And mainly, I want to say, because not a lot of people in performance focus on the business parts. And we all know that artists can be really great at artist stuff. But a lot of times when it comes to taxes (laughs) and the business stuff, they fail. So great for that. I I applaud you on that. Uh, uh, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's a different part of the brain, you know. Yeah. It's the artist side, the business side, you know, the management side, the creative side. There's a lot of parts of the uh, brain that come into play in a magic career. You know, that that actually makes it the fun part of it though. Right. But Brett and I, we do stuff together, we consult together, we create together, we perform together, we do things separately, we lecture, you know, there's so many different mm-hmm. avenues in magic. Right. It, it can never really end, you know, it's great. Well, why the choice to uh, create, or I should say, why and when uh, did you come to a point? Because you've been doing this for a long time. And by the way, I do have to admit that if you look at your picture 20 years ago and you look at it today, not much of a difference. So that's a good thing. What are you drinking or eating? <laughs> a lot of Photoshop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. True friend. Brent is a true friend. So why? Um, don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. Just hate the cups. Um, so why uh, make a choice to do this and when? Uh, was there a point in your career as a magician, as a performer, that you went, you know, something is uh, not as right as it should be. I could be more. What, what, what was the reason? What was the uh, cocoon that you broke out of and went, well, I need to write the this? The way it happened was that um, Sean McMaster had a digital magazine called Mandala for a while, yeah. three years. Mm-hmm. So I was writing a, 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 a column for it, Consultant's Corner. So I would write, you know, have people write in questions and I would, you know, have answers and I would write, you know, a page or two and three. And before you know it, I'd look at my file and, oh my God, this is like a lot of material. And then Sean says, well, we should turn it into a book. I said, oh, okay. (laughs) 
I never would have thought of writing a book, but now it's half written already. So I just started with that. That was the base of it, is uh, writing those articles for the magazine really spurred it off. And then uh, Brent helped me publish it, put it together, and it was a big team effort. I mean, even his mom was uh, editor. She looked wow. at some of the you know writings, and and uh, a relative of his is actually a book editor in Canada. I had like four other people, you know. So it was a, a team effort. Sure. Uh, but if it wasn't for Brent, I don't think I would have done it. And if it wasn't for Sean, I would never have started it. Sure. Um, yeah. short to, shortcut to success. This is something that's on your site. It's a blog. By the yeah. way, I loved all of it, read all of them. Um, is this part of that? Is that one of the things that launched? Yeah, I think it's. I think there's a need for it. I uh, Brent wanted me to put some tricks in it, and I thought of not. I just wanted to focus more on the business element of right. it because there's enough tricks to go around. So I think it was... Uh, you know, I, I don't like seeing bad magic. Brent and I talk about this all the time. It's not not bad because it's bad for the magician himself. It's bad for everybody. I always tell people, if a bad magic show happens, those people are not going to come to my show or your show. Right. That's bad for everybody. Mm-hmm. A good magic show is good for everybody because they'll come out and go, oh, I want to go see another show. Oh, Brent's doing a show. I'll go see that. Tony's sure. going to see a show. Do a show. I'll go see that. Right. So, you know, in my mind, I'm like, oh, is this a way to make any... Think magicians better. It's really beneficial for everyone. Sure, you know that's the key, really. Plenty of magic books. Like when I originally, like Tony said, I wanted to add tricks to it and give some people a little bit more to it. But man, there's I've got three bookshelves full of tricks. We all have plenty yeah, of magic plenty tricks of for routines. And even in this book, it tells you how to get your actual routine and make it better without giving you a secret. It's just, sure, right. It, practice is a huge thing that Tony talks about in the book, and yeah, not enough guys do that. They buy a trick today and they do it tomorrow. Sure. Yeah. Tony really focuses a bunch of stuff on that. And and even when we're working on TV shows and things, the, the producers and directors think they can skimp by just buying something real quick and doing it. Right. Man, sure. hire oh. us for a couple of hours. It'll save everybody a headache. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's, it's funny because out of every art form, if you can imagine singers, dancers, musicians, and you, any show that's performed has a director. But for some reason, magicians don't think they need directors. <laughs> no. And unfortunately, they probably need it more than anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they'll spend $30,000 on an illusion, but they won't pay me my daily rate to come in and help them for a day. Right. You know, now, th- it's it's a common thing in magic. Uh, I remember back in 81 or 2 when I started, uh, a magician came up to me and said, the best thing you could possibly do, and I'm like waiting with bated breath going, yeah. And this is in Central California, Royce Slater. I remember Roy Slater was there around that time and um, really good magician, big biker type of dude. And um, he said the best thing you could do is get an acting career because most magicians, and this is true, you will, I'm sure you'll all agree that it's pretty much commonplace that you think, a lot of people think that magic and magic shows tend to be hokey. And a lot of the reason right. why they're hokey is because magicians would rather sit around doing slights and flourishes than they would f- sit around trying to figure out the business parts or the parts that make it have the quality to, that it needs to be, uh, quote unquote, theatrical and something that people yeah. will be taken away on an experience. So, again, looking through your book and, and seeing that, that and then getting the experience of someone like yourself that's done this, that's kind of the key. I mean, if you could sit around with someone that was older, uh, in, I'm not saying you, I'm saying in general, like your grandfathers or your grandmothers and listen to them, most likely they're going to stop and say, yeah, been there, done that. 
And, you know, right. hopefully doesn't re- history doesn't repeat itself if you listen the first time and you learn from it. So love that part of that. Love it. Yeah. It, it's, it's, I always say, like in the book, I have examples of like Ron Wilson giving me little tips oh, wow. and stuff. You know, everybody has a good uh, idea. Listen to it. And it can save you a lot of time because you don't have to make the mistakes. That's why I say with this book, right. if I had the information from this book when I started, you know, it'll, it would have saved me years of mistakes, years of time, years and years. Sure. You know, it, it just shortens the time span to get to your success. That learning Nobody's curve. Nobody's going to hand you success, you yeah. know, but uh, you have to uh, work, put the work in. But if you could find a, a formula to make it easy, a little bit easier or faster, that's great, you know. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and they can get the book if they want on TonyClarkMagic.com on my website. Right. I have it, uh, I have it on my site, TonyClarkMagic.com. Right. And, and, and let's just, uh, a little note is that you can also, with it, comes, like I saw it at the Magic Apple, which you can get there as well, um, the book, another book, and a DVD, correct? Yeah. I put the DVD in to give them, it's kind of a combination. It's interesting. The, the My biggest probably magical bump was working with Slidini. Mm. I worked with him for over two years wow. in New York when I lived in Connecticut. So I learned a tremendous amount of information from that man, and I still use it to this day, Now, even if I don't do the actual routine. Sure. The principle is timing, this direction, the offbeat principle. All those principles I apply to everything I do every single time I perform. So I wanted to put that magic in there to be part a good companion with the book that you could use, and, and th- that way some people get some, if you want some tricks, there you go. There's some tricks with some really powerful principles uh, beyond the tricks themselves. Absolutely. Well, a question that I, uh, I'd like to know, and I'm sure people is, do you prefer, Tony, do you prefer working with a magician and getting his act better, or working on a television show and getting the magic to look better on TV? Wow. Wow. That's, That's a good question. Because there's a big difference, right? There's one yeah. thing on TV, you get as many takes as they, they can right. deal with. Right. And after a while, they just assume, yeah, we're going to scratch that trick. Yeah. But if you've got a guy that's going to hire you, Tony wow. did this big thing in Fresno. Yeah. And that was really fun because we created tricks that weren't tricks. So which one do you prefer to do better? Well, there's advantages and disadvantages in both. When you work with an actor, it's beautiful because they know the character already. That's sure. not an option. They already know that. So whatever you teach them, they morph it into their character. It's fun to see that. You know, any good actor, that's the problem. That's the part magicians are missing. You know, they don't have the character. They're, they're hiding behind the, the, the magic. But an actor is the opposite. They know their part. Now they're going to put those tools you give them into that character. And it's very cool to see that. And, it's, you know, it's enjoyable. And most of them that I worked with, they are into it. You know, they're making a lot of money. They want to look it on TV or on a movie. They'll work really hard, and it's usually a fast-paced thing. It's a couple days, two, three, four days, unless I'm doing the entire film. Right. And that's fun. I like the fast pace of it. Working with a, a regular-type client, non-TV, it is, uh, I think it's, it's got different challenges to it. Uh, I think the urgency sometimes is not there, um, but I've had success with you know a lot of people. I mean, I think my forte is being able to customize uh, what I teach and how I help the people and see what they have. I always try to draw out what they have personally. Cause that's what the, the actor, like I said, doesn't need that part. That's why it's easy. I just go right to the magic, make sure, sure he does it right well and he applies it. Right. An act, I help them find a character that's believable, an extension of themselves. I always say, look at Lance. Lance Burton is basically the same guy on stage, off stage, but he's a little bigger on stage. 
but you're believable. If you go on stage and you're hokey, that's when it becomes very schlocky and hokey and campy. And, and nobody believes you, nobody cares, because they know you're faking it. Right. So you have to find some quality of yourself that you can use in your act. And everybody has something. Some people are afraid to use what they have, right. afraid to reveal themselves. That's the biggest challenge. But if you can find that character, an extension of it, it doesn't have to be a made-up character, and apply that and use it honestly on stage, that's when you're powerful, the most powerful, and the most relaxed because you don't have to think about it. Absolutely. You know, it becomes natural to you. Right. And the audience senses all that. So there's, I like both. I mean, there's, there's, there's cool transitions in both. There's cool, you know, transformations, I should say, in both. Working with actors and working with regular people and, and their shows. So I like, I like both, really. So I'll tell you what. We're like, going to take a small break, and when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about the education part. Do you have a little more time? Yeah. Good. All right, well, we're going to take a small break, and when we come back, more with Tony Clark. You can get his website at TonyClarkMagic.com. And, of course, on our Instagram, you can check us out at Magic Apple Radio. And uh, I'm Will Roberts, and, of course, Brent Garris. We'll be back right after this small break. Hey, we all know that decks of cards have really become popular in the recent years with cardistry and the increased popularity of card magic. Well, the Magic Apple Quality Products has tons of decks you can buy. But today, let's talk about the Houdini deck. These are almost out of print. For the first time ever, the United States Playing Card Company and the Magic Apple have created an all-new deck called the Houdini deck. The idea came from Anthony Giff, and the images and the original artwork was created by graphic designer Steve Mitchell. Now, the handling of these cards is like no other. You get two jokers, 52 playing cards, and even the world-famous trick, the trick that fooled Houdini. Both Richard Kaufman and Stephen Mitch consulted on the instructions to the effect. These are included. Don't miss this chance to get these cards. We are the only place that has them, so order now. TheMagicApple.com All right, hey, welcome back to The Magic Apple, of course. TheMagicApple.com is the website, and any of the social media. On Twitter, it's, uh, under, I'm sorry, it's The underscore Magic underscore Apple, and that's The yes. underscore Magic underscore Apple, right? Right. Yes. Instagram, Magic Apple Store, and the show is Magic Apple Radio. So check it out, like us, and send it to a friend. I think down the road, we, we might just reach in a hat and uh, might come up with some sort of prize of someone brings a billion people to the show and they can listen yeah, we'll to do, it. Maybe we'll do a contest. Well, we're going to think of some contests for some free prizes, so stay tuned for that in the next mm. couple of weeks. Free right. stuff. And nothing like free magic, too. Come on. Absolutely. Best four-letter word in the English language. Free. Um, oh. So, okay, a couple things. Number one, uh, Tony Clark is the guest on the show and honored to have you on the show, sir. Uh, great stuff and a great, vast career. But I have to tell you that looking at your book, which, by the way, is a phenomenal book. We will talk about that at the end of the show as a spotlight or uh, some other stuff that we have in line for the Magic Apple. But um, in there is a picture of you looking pretty buff. What's uh, what's the deal? <laughs> well, I got into bodybuilding as, as well. My household, my brothers always had weights in the house. And, uh, you know, I loved Arnold and Lou Ferrigno. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always followed those guys. But I got into bodybuilding and, and it clicked for me because – I always call the gym the most honest place in the world because you can't <laughs> lie to yourself. You go to the gym, you can't say you could lift 100 pounds if you can't lift 100 pounds. A very honest <laughs> place. You can't tell somebody else, like, I can lift 300 pounds. 
No, you can't. Show me. So it's a very, I call it the most honest place in, in the world. So I like that. I like the fact of putting the work in, getting the work out. I like the competitive element of it. I like the physical element of it. And the one biggest thing that helped me was uh, the discipline of showing up, eating right, doing all that stuff. And then, unfortunately, I went into powerlifting. Oh. There's a picture of that as well when I was really big. It's mm-hmm. weightlifting, squatting, benching, right. and deadlift. I competed with in that, too. I competed until I was like 18 in bodybuilding and then switched over to powerlifting. Um, unfortunately, I was very good at it. And I said, unfortunately, because it came with a lot of issues as far as competing with uh, drugs and substances that you're not supposed to put into your body that are not Mm -hmm. really healthy for you. And unfortunately, I was getting good results from all that. And I was at one point, uh, came second in the state of Connecticut, my first contest ever competed in. Wow. But it was killing me, and I could see it, and I was getting afraid of it. And uh, I met Slidini probably almost before the two-year mark where I started powerlifting at the uh, Tannin Jubilee, which was one of the biggest conventions in the world at that time in New York City. And I met right. Slidini. I started studying with him. I got back into magic. To make the long story short, the whole story is in the book, how he saved my life. Um, that's why magic is, uh, you know, it's more than just my career. It's, it's literally my life. Uh, inter- he got back into magic. Yeah, I- interesting. I think that magic does that a lot. Uh, when I was in my youth, I was... Uh, came into the magic store with ripped Yamaha jacket jeans. I was a half pipe skater and did everything except for put things in my arm. And, you know, then lo and behold, you know, you look at me and go, this guy would never be a magician. And lo and behold, everything changed and my life went wherever it went. But uh, that's, it it does seem to be a gateway drug, magic. Yes, that's a good way to put it. A safe one. I mean, it's a safe way drug. Yeah. yeah. People, people come into the shop. You know, I can tell when people are relatively new in this game. Yeah. They'll come and buy some of the standard stuff, and they love it, and they show their friends, and then they come back next week for a little bit more, yeah. and a little bit more, and then all of a sudden, they've got a drawer full of magic, and they love it, <laughs> and it's not drugs. No. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Good. It's good, yeah. yeah it's, it's a really it's... good thing to get into. It is a good thing, and uh, the fact is, is that you mentioned something that was a perfect segue: discipline. Uh, you you are a uh, consultant. You teach, and the question I have, because of our modern day sort of change in people's, yeah. uh, I want it now. I mean, it's even more yeah. than when I was younger that people go, look, I mean, we talked about last week on the show about apparatus magic as opposed to sleight of hand. And do you see this? And, you know, uh, Brent said 50-50, people are coming in. So I ask you as an instructor, as a guru uh, in teaching people, um, are they willing to put the time in? And um, by the way, I don't mean in just cardistry. So I said, did I sound bad when I said that? Sorry. Um, I don't mean just, you know, cardistry type of stuff, but I'm talking about are they willing to work out or are they just really wanting to get it right away? Well, I think Brent could answer that even more. I, I am very selective of people that I teach because of that. You know, it's not my main thing, uh, teaching lessons. Brent has a great program here. He, he yes, he does. a lot of students that go through here. So he deals with that a lot more than me. But I find through the times now that – they do want to learn a lot more in a short amount of time. They like to learn new stuff all the time. When I worked with Slidini, to give an example, he would teach me, say, the coins to the table. That took me almost three months to learn that routine because he taught me only one move at a time. And until I mastered that move, I could not learn the next move. Mm-hmm. So I had to discipline myself to learn one move at a time and have a lot of patience. 
And that's because I wanted to do it. I know I, I knew in my heart that it was my life was being saved, and it was very special to me. But the seriousness, once in a while, I'll come across some people that are that serious, that really care enough to do it. But if it's a person who's a hobbyist, I understand. They want to just learn more, have fun, sure. learn a new piece, a new badge, a new trick. Mm-hmm. So I think with the modern da- times now, everything's so quick, digital age, I think it's just the way it is. You know, and you have to accept it, I think. It's just the way it is. Yeah. You know, I, people's minds, they want new stuff quicker, faster, yeah. you know, new phones, this and that. It's all part of it. So right. it has changed for sure over the years. Definitely has changed. Well, they definitely want to do more. I say this uh, all the time. I say that we're now hooked on iPhonics. And uh, the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, we do want it quickly. We want it it to be cured quicker. We want to, you know, make more money quicker. And we don't want to necessarily put the work in. So it's great when you come up with a book like you do, because, again, I think magicians tend to be on the uh, most of the ones I, I not that I know, but I've uh, in my experience of 30 whatever years uh, is that they tend to be they have a hokey approach. And and now with the new breed of the younger, as I've made the joke, the guys with the beards and the tattoos and the whatevers, um, they tend to seem the, a little more intense. And they're really right. coming up with some pretty amazing stuff. So, uh, yeah. you know, hopefully the performance and the discipline sticks in there. Any last thoughts, uh, Brent, that you have with Tony? Yeah, I, I think, I mean... The, getting stuff quicker and faster every single day. I'm not even exaggerating, except on Mondays because we're closed Mondays. Every mm-hmm. single day someone comes in, whether they're a regular customer or a brand new customer or new to Magic or old to Magic, they say, what's new that I can do? I gotta, I'm having friends over tomorrow. What's quick and what's new? <laughs> I kid you not, there's a guy in the Magic store right now that said, what do you have that's hard-hitting, easy to do, instant reset, and good for a crowd? Wow. I'm not kidding. And... And I said to him, everything in this store falls under that. Yeah. Depending on who Good you luck. are. And then Tony was already here. And Tony said, well, what's the situation? Are you doing this on YouTube? Is it Instagram? Are you yeah. a live audience? Is it a wedding? Is it? There's so many other questions that need to be answered. To do something quick now, right away. I mean, you didn't learn to tie your shoes quick right, right now, eh? And I think I even said this on our last show. If you're going to learn a song on piano, you're mm-hmm. not going to perform it tomorrow. You no. can't perform a song on the piano tomorrow if you just learned it today. Right. It goes for magic and, and not, not enough of these newer type kind of magicians get that yet. And I think they will. I think with if they're listening or this, yeah. this radio show can be pushed on or if Tony and you and me mm-hmm. spread the word kind of thing, I, right. think, I think it can be changed. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, put the cell phones down for a minute and pick up a book. Absolutely, the book. Yeah, and by the way, I'm right. still using Velcro shoes, so sorry to admit that. Because I, uh, I still have a pager. So yeah. we're <laughs> the pager. Back to the pager. Wow. Next next show, you can fax us your question. Oh my <laughs> right. goodness! Wow, that's <laughs> almost a four-letter word. Uh, okay, yeah. let's go over a couple of the websites. Uh, Tony Clark Magic. That's Tony. How you would normally Tony spell Clark it. TonyClarkMagic.com. Yep. And then, uh, Tony, do you have any uh, Instagram or whatever, Twitter, anything like that? Uh, I do. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you think about that while uh, we're saying, of course, if you have any um, any other questions for Tony, you can go to sure. his site, which is TonyClarkMagic.com. And you see, yep. you see some great stuff, a lot of great stuff to watch. If you're a magician and you're thinking, how do I put a little performance in? I'm a firm believer in watching people do things. And I will tell you what you said last week, Brent, is watch it 
but don't learn it online because you know that's you need the real one to one or the getting in the book and digging yeah. down. But you have a, your great demo video with the corporate thing is a an excellent example of being able to do a trick which you know you can do it, let alone a simple thing. Uh, and be able to have the impact be so big if you're really engaged and really working with the people and finding the humor and what they're doing and the nuances. And that is something great to uh, let alone to look at TonyClarkMagic.com. Check it out on show's page. You want to check that out. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, anything, Tony? Yeah, we can also, he does this great little Instagram or YouTube channel with his son, Luke, that uh, uh, if, if we have more time, it's a really cool little, they review magic kits. Oh, and they also teach some magic tricks yeah. that are like super old school royalty free kind of tricks. And yeah, my daughter nice. watches them. She's eleven. Yeah, and uh, it's just a fun, very clean, very family friendly. Do something with your mom or your dad kind of show on YouTube. It's Magic Machine. Yeah, um, which yeah, it might be a fun little thing to talk about. Yeah, or, uh, we, we, we or put a link. Yeah, we yeah. can put a link on this stuff. Um, if you're interested, yeah. you can go to Tony Clark Magic. There you go, branding. It's great. It's on there. I'm looking right now on Instagram. That's Tony Clark Magic. Check that out. Boom. I'm officially following you. And uh, cool. check it out. Great stuff. Lots of fun stuff. And all the people that you've met and talked to, you obviously get around. Yeah. Oh, the Slidini paper balls thing. I love that. Yeah, that's a great routine. Um yeah. So uh, I'll check in uh, Twitter, and you go from there, Brent. Throw something else out, and then we'll finish this up. Well, we've got a few more minutes. There is, if you've got if you've got kids or younger magicians that love to get into this game, Tony and his son Luke have this awesome, cute little YouTube channel called Magic Machine with Daddy and Me, and they review magic kits and they talk about tricks and they teach some things. It's a really fun thing. It's on YouTube. There's also a Twitter and Instagram account that we'll put up on the. Uh, page as well but if you've got a minute look up on YouTube Magic Machine with Daddy and Me it's a really cute little fun page and each week or every few weeks there's a couple uh, minutes uh, shows these guys put on yeah and uh, this uh, Thursday we did a live giveaway we oh. were drawing about like kind of uh, uh, the comments or liked us and we put the names in the hat and this young kid from Albuquerque New Mexico won one of the Magic Kids re reviews nice that's cool so we gave it away I mailed it out today as a matter of fact so we'll Very cool. Like two or three days. Love it. Instagram, yeah. we told you, uh, Twitter is Tony Clark underscore live. That's Tony Clark underscore live. We'll try to put all this as well in the story that you can check Thank out you. on castbox.fm in regards to Tony right. Clark. And Tony, wow, uh, great talking to you. And uh, we'll have you back again. Okay, brother? All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Brent, we're going to take a small break. When we come back, let's review something and get out of here, okay? You got it. Hang tight, folks. We'll be right back. The Magic Apple Radio Show. Hang tight. Hey, if you're looking for a trick to add to your repertoire, the Magic Apple Quality Products presents the Gypsy Balloon DVD by Tony Clark. This is one of the strongest pieces Tony Clark has ever created. He just used it to close his hit show, Masters of Magic, in a 1,200-seat theater in Lake Tahoe. Here's a testimonial. After seeing Tony do his gypsy balloon routine, I was blown away. Tony found a way to motivate and elevate the classic and powerful gypsy thread trick into a truly powerful piece of magic and theater. His routine actually is too good to release, and I wish I had the exclusive rights to it. This is something I would put into my show immediately, and I predict a lot of people will do just that. Danny Cole. It includes 30 feet of thread for only $25. 
Hey, go to the website, themagicapple.com. That's right, themagicapple.com to get this amazing trick by Tony Clark. All right, welcome back to The Magic Apple. Of course, themagicapple.com, the show, the radio show, the podcast, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm Will Roberts, and of course, Brent Garris. Hello, calling from Studio City, California. That's right. Thanks for listening. Hop, skipping a bump away from the Magic Castle. And what a great interview, huh, with Tony. Yeah, he's great, man. We, I mean, I remember the first time he came in here, and I've been watching Tony on TV since I've been in this game. Right. He's a couple of years older than me. I remember the first time he came in. This was probably ten or twelve years ago. Came to the shop, and I was like, "What? That uh, like not starstruck to the point where I was going to get nervous and throw up." But I was like, that's, <laughs> "I'm pretty sure that's the guy." Like, uh, and then after a while, his voice is a very distinct voice, and it, if you close your eyes, I, I can hear the voice. I remember watching him on television, and he used to do very big on doves. He did a lot of dove yes. work, a lot of dove magic and big-time stage. So finally, after, you know, we broke the ice a few times, he looked around to the shop. I'm like, are you Tony Clark? And it was so cool. Like, you know, I watched him forever, and then he just we just became friends. And, I mean, our, he's got a son, and my kids play together, and now we're, you know, we're really good friends now. But... He's still very professional when it comes down to consulting and stuff. We sure. don't ever bump heads on stuff. And right. Great guy to work with, and I recommend getting his book. Ah, wait, that brings us to the Spotlight Trick of the Week. Here it is. Thank you. Thank you. And now time for the Magic Trick Review. Okay, so this week it's Insider Secrets with Tony Clark. Uh, even if you think you know it all, I've read the book. There's things, even if you get two things out of this, over 20 chapters in this book, there's a great thing on practice. There's a great thing on rehearsing, adding music to your act. It really is a, a great book. It is. Um, and it was fun. It was a fun journey putting it together with him. Yeah, and you know, the, the cool thing about a book like this is that, you know, I think you said this off the air, but some magicians tend to overlook a book like this because here in the description it says, you know, uh, excellent introduction to card magic. But the cool thing is, is that how many times, and we, and I'll go back to that out of this world trick where you go, uh, you know, there's a, this is kind of a hoagie trick. And, and lo and behold, the principles and the different things that you find in some of the very big beginning books um, can be applied to anything, the principles, you know? Oh, 100%. There's so many different things. Uh, next, Our next show, there's a there's something called, uh, for all you magicians out there, there's something called a card force. You know about sure. that. Yes. But there's a, a little topic that's been recently come up is what's the best card force? I, I don't mean what's the most effective. No. What's the most fooling? And we can. that's a whole other topic that I'd like to talk about. That it it I is. Just, read the survey about it. It's very interesting. It's a very interesting take on forcing a playing card. It, it is, and I'm totally amazed by it, because if you, if you go to uh, Magic Apple Radio on Instagram, you'll see that, and I was really blown away because I didn't understand the numbers and because I thought for sure, of course, Classic Force, and we'll talk about this later, but I'm totally amazed by the numbers and uh, what they're saying, but yet yeah, definitely talking about uh, the Force will come yeah, in. And, the force. And, it, and most of those Forces are in beginner books and yeah. people overlook it because they're too good at it. But when it comes to going down to a real audience, now, if you need to fool your magician buddies, by yes. all means, do the, the hard-hitting, knuckle-busting card slights and the card sure. forces. But if right. you want to entertain an audience and, and concentrate on pre presentation, some of these 
I guess intermediate or beginner card forces are the winners for sure. Yeah, and you know what? You have a very good point there, and I'm dying to talk about this because, you know, as a magician, we always are looking at, and I have a pen in my hand, and by the way, I've had a deck the whole show. Um, You want to put the pen in your hand and close it. You know, we're always working towards look. You can easily go finger roll, pose, pose, slap it in your hand, turn it left and right and go, boom, it's gone. But the most natural way, and that's where things like you talk about the force and and to be surprised next week to find out the one that you said, and I agree, is the best, in my opinion, is so simplistic that it is it's right. one of the ones you first learn, literally first learn. Yeah. But it is the most one exactly. of the most simplistic. If you want to get Royal Road to Card Magic, the hardbound version of it, you can get it on the site. Of course, it's themagicapple.com. Check it out and just search up, of course, Royal Road of Magic. But listen, what Card Magic, what I'm going to do as well is we're going to put it on the Instagram page, the picture, uh, and then we'll okay. some thoughts and we'll see what people think. And uh, we'll kind of go from there. Down the road, I'm sure we'll be able to offer some fun little things if you interact with us, because isn't that what magic's all about, is interacting? I think so. I think we'll do a contest. I think that'll be our goal, Will, is we'll do a contest for our, before our next show and see if we can announce the winner. So check out our Instagram, Magic Apple Radio. We'll put mm-hmm. a contest up there for some free prizes, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, and we'll put it, if, you, if we can, on Magic Apple uh, Store. That would be, you know, just sure. a little cross-promoting. Uh, lots of great stuff. Uh, you know, I don't think there's any uh, other things we could do. The The interview with Tony was just so great and so wonderful. That's the stuff that we'll be bringing you uh, and perhaps from all around. I um, want to ask you in closing, how you doing on the big event on November 19th? Is it all booked up? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, there's still about 15 seats left for a day of lectures. It's at the Sportsman's Lodge in Studio City on November 19th. It's a full-day event with three lecturers, includes lunch, includes snacks, parking. For $99? I mean, Uh, that's... Bob Fitch is one of the presenters, Eric Mead, and the two-time close-up magician of the year, Mike Bichotta, which I believe we'll be hearing from soon. Yeah, and you know, just to even, quite honestly, if you want to network, because that's a lot of what we do in this industry. I mean, as an actor, as a magician, as a whatever, um, we, you know, you get what your la- next job from your last job a lot of times. But in networking and the things you get uh, from uh, what you're talking about, and you even said you get an area, you'll be in an area sitting and you'll get a, like a close up pad or whatever, and you'll be able to actually, you know, work it as you're doing it. A hundred bucks. Yeah, you Follow along, everybody's got a table in front of them, and whether Mike is going to do some close-up stuff or Eric's going to do some fun wow. stuff, you can follow along, you can ask questions, live interaction. Unbelievable. It's a great way to learn magic. That That's, wow. Okay, that's amazing. Check it out, of course, the Magic Apple store, and go to themagicapple.com and check it out. Hey, a great show this week, Brent. I appreciate your time. You too, Will. Thanks for coming out, and we'll talk again soon. All right, folks, the Magic Apple radio show. We'll see you soon. Castbox.fm, and we'll be here next week. See ya. Hey, folks, everybody knows that learning how to do a magic trick can be pretty easy, depending on the trick. But learning how to be a magician that works and succeeds and actually makes money is another thing. That brings us to Inside Secrets by Tony Clark. So here's the book. This book has an amazing amount of things that you get extra in there. Number one, you get the book. Number two, it comes with an additional workbook. And number three, it comes with a DVD. All this stuff should be a lot, a lot of money, but it's only $50 on themagicapple.com. 
Don't miss the opportunity to learn more than just sleight of hand, trick presentation, learn how to be in the business and stay in the business from one of the masters, Tony Clark. Check it out on themagicapple.com.